Welcome back to the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I am the editor and publisher of theweeklydriver.com, and I'm an automotive columnist for Bay Area News Group. My colleague and friend is Bruce Aldrich, and today in our episode, we have two guests. Our first guest is Ian Davidson from gofar.co. He's in Australia and from Sydney, and he's talking about a new product that he has today that will uh, save on gasoline, save you on expenses in your car. There's an app, uh, and he's a, a, a guy who's going to share his, uh, his latest project that he invented as a co-founder uh, at gofar.co. Our second guest is Jason Hargraves from insurancequotes.com. And being the holiday season, he's going to tell us some uh, guidelines for holiday shopping and do's and don'ts for drivers as the holidays get closer. Also, today, um, we have uh, uh, something that we wanted to share. Um, one of our sponsors is American Muscle. So, Bruce, what do we have going on? Yeah, it's a great uh, sweepstakes going on through the end of this month. Uh, AmericanMuscle.com. It's called Unleash the Beast. And it's an exhaust system up to $3,000 for your Mustang. So that's a pretty good deal. That's a pretty good deal. So uh, take a look at that. And we hope you enjoy this episode of the Weekly Driver Podcast. Today we have on as our first guest, um, calling uh, this gentleman Ian Davidson in Australia. And Ian is a co-founder of GoFar. And uh, it's it's quite um, quite a new product on the market. And uh, welcome to our program, Ian. How, how are things in Australia? <laughs> things are things are pretty good in Australia. We're getting a lot of a lot of weather down here at the moment. All sorts of different flavors. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, we all know about Australians generalizing here, but Australians are, seem to be always happy, and and they've got a lot going on. And um, I have several Australian friends, and and uh, it's just you guys always just seem to have a magic elixir. I don't know what it is, but um, I'm always uh, admiring. Whenever you meet somebody from Australia, they're like your best friend almost immediately. It seems like that's a great thing. Um, I think it is. I think the uh, the salaries are pretty good and the working hours are, um, are not too bad either. Um, okay. In general, unfortunately for startups, it's not quite the same. Um, but uh, yeah, everyone else here is pretty happy. That's great. We're, you're in Sydney, I think, right? Yeah, we are. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Could you introduce your product to us uh, and tell us um, what you've uh, done with this product? And, and I noticed on the website you've got a fair amount of attention from it. So why don't you just give us a general overview of, of GoFar? Yeah, sure. Um, um, I mean, GoFar is, uh, is a little hardware product. Um, some people have kind of called it a, a Fitbit for your car. Um, we basically look upon it as a, as a personal assistant for your car. Um, so it just makes it um, a lot easier um, uh, and cheaper to uh, to you know to manage and run and drive your car. Um, so, so it's I, helping helping drivers um, save money on fuel with uh, real time feedback. Um, it's uh, alerting drivers when they're speeding or maybe about to get a ticket, um, so you don't sort of get points on your license. Um, it will automatically log your driving. Um, help you with your tax or expenses, um, and it does the usual sort of uh, onboard diagnostic uh, stuff. So it will yeah, it will tell you if there's a, if there's an error with your car, um, and do so in plain English, um, and yeah, you know, help you maintain your car with alerts and and so on. If your if your tires need pumping up or your uh, you know, your insurance is due for renewal. 
Um, and that's so we're, that's we're, that's we're very much sort of trying to help the, help the driver, I think. So a driver-first approach to, uh, to telematics. That's pretty slick, Ian. I, I checked it out on the website, which is a good website. And as I see it, it's a uh, it's actually it's a driver improvement device that mounts onto your dash. Is that correct? And that's how it gives you the feedback through lights. Um, yes, lighting. I mean there's there's a there's the there's a two elements to the product, I guess, with in, in terms of the hardware. One is um, the device that plugs into your car, and so it's a reading the engine and, and storing your data. Um, and the second element, uh, which is optional, is, is a little sort of driver feedback display. Um, and that will either give you feedback around um, you know, the efficiency of your driving. And if you follow it, you'll, you know, you'll probably save you know, 8 to 12% off your fuel bill. Um, and with kind of prices going up on fuel this year compared to last um, quite a lot, um, yeah, that can be you know, a few hundred dollars a year. Um, in, uh, in terms of money saved, um, but we've also recently done a project with the the, the, the government here um, to reduce accidents for young drivers. And the key thing you want to do there is uh, reduce um, inadvertent speeding. Um, so a lot of the time, you, know, you don't necessarily know what the speed limit is on the particular stretch of road that you're on, um, and it can also be a little bit tricky. Sort of just yeah knowing what speed you're actually going at at a particular point in time. We've just got a very simple system. Basically, when it's, uh, when it's blue, you're good. And when it's red, you know, you're doing something wrong or you're doing something inefficient. You know, so you might be producing more pollution than you needed. Um, you might be um, you know, wasting, you're just burning money in effect. Or you might just be speeding um, or about to go past a, a speed camera. Um, and earn a fine. So in that case, GoFar will start to go red. Um, and that system is is live and working in Australia, but it's also working in about 100, 100 plus other countries around the world, um, and um, yeah, including the US. Um, and um, in fact, we actually sold our first unit in, uh, in Iraq um, last week, uh, which is our 53rd country that we've, uh, we've gone live in. Um, so that speeding system yeah, is working all around the world now um, and uh, providing feedback to drivers. That's interesting stuff. Now, how did, this, is, uh, this is in addition to a typical uh, car's nav unit has the speed on it, at least here in the States. But this also does a similar type thing. It knows what the speed limit is. Um, yeah, very, very much so. And so it, I think if you, if you see sort of some of the features that are available in newer cars, um, GoFar is, is uh, sort of making that available to you, but it, it will make it available in you know, pretty much anything that's um, OBV2 compliant, so effectively any car since about 1996. Um, and then, you know, we're doing over-the-air updates. Um, uh, and so, yeah, I, I'm driving a... 2005 Mazda 3, um, and yeah, it gets smarter every month or so, every time we release a new update. Um, but yeah, Mazda has not done anything to that car since <laughs> it rolled off the factory floor, yeah, the factory line. I, okay, um, I see. So it, it, it interfaces through your uh, phone, I guess. That you have yeah. an app on your phone? Yeah, so there's an app on the phone. The, um, the, the software, you download the app, 
um, and um, that is giving you a certain level of capability. Um, we also push updated firmware to, to your phone app. And then when that's downloaded, you can choose to update the, um, the device as well. Uh, so we've done about 18 fairly major updates on the app or on the firmware, um, just making the device smarter um, as we get more feedback from customers. And so we, we had, it was actually customer feedback um, when they were telling us you know, that a lot of people had to keep a record of their driving for work. You know, either because they needed to keep expenses or you know, an Uber driver or a Lyft driver or something. Um, yes. And we saw that they were, um, they were sort of, they were very sticky customers um, if they were using GoPar to, to log their driving. Um, and so we, talking to the customers who were doing that, we sort of changed how we were doing the tagging. So it's just a quick sort of every, tr- every car, every uh, trip becomes a card. Um, on your on the app, and then if you want to sort of tag that as a as a work trip or indeed anything else, you just swipe it to the right. So it's kind of like Tinder for expenses, um, and a very oh, okay. easy experience. Ian, uh, lots of people who are entrepreneurial and and have uh, uh, that kind of spirit in in their workplace, they make things based on personal experience. So. Was it a frustration of yours that you came up with this as a co-founder, or what's the backstory for you, you know, introducing this product? Um, I think probably irrational exuberance. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if, if you if you know what you're taking on as an entrepreneur, I don't think you'd do it most of the time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so I think you have to you have to have a sort of a, a lot of energy. Um, and you, you need to not really fully appreciate how difficult it's going to be um, and just just go for it. Um, I guess the, the, the cliche of, of a life. leap of faith, I don't know if it quite ties into driving, but a leap of faith in, in uh, figuratively at least. It, yeah, I, I agree. I think you do need a lot, you need a lot of faith. Um, and also maybe just not be very employable by a normal company. I, I understand that world. <laughs> yes, yes, it sure does. So I'm guessing at the end of the week or end of the month or however you do your expenses and however you want to look at things, I bet that this thing can dump quite a report out with graphs and whatnot. Yeah, so we're we're compatible with the we have a little system for um you know, um compliant with the Australian tax office and also one with the with the IRS. Um or you can just use a custom system if you're if you're doing it for your the accountant at your company. Um, and then, yeah, you can just basically export it. Um, and um, uh, you've got your, you know, all, all the sort of history that you need um, for typical sort of expense reports to get that paid. I would love to be the person, uh, in, a, in a bizarre way, I'd love to be the person who gets called in uh, to an IRS person and they're going to... Um, you know, rake you over the coals, so to speak, and you present this very elaborate report. The look on their face um, when they when they see that you've got all the T's crossed and the I's dotted must be pretty impressive. If if that's the scenario, and that would be a great video for you guys to do if you could somehow finagle that. I don't know if it's possible, but that would be a great um, a great look to see on that person's face. Well, we're about to seventy five percent of the way through our, our next upgrade on the on the the tax logging product for Australia. Yes. 
Um, and there's a couple of really interesting features we're releasing here. Um, so one is um, it will yeah, we, we've developed an AI, uh, so it will start to to learn your your um, your your logging your your sort of trip purpose. Um, so you'll need to train it initially for a, you know for the first few months, couple of months, um, but then after a while it's learning and tagging your trips automatically. So that's one of the main pain points um, is to keep a logbook. It's just it's just a chore, basically. You know, it's not as bad as going to the dentist, but it's up there. Um, and so our, our sort of artificial intelligence algorithm uh, will start to sort of see, you know, based on trip time, trip locations, um, uh, and it will start to tag automatically for you. Um, and in, in Australia, you need to keep a logbook. Um, yeah, the most advantageous system is because it's got to keep that logbook for 12 weeks. Um, and uh, but most people just find it just too difficult, so they'll just choose a you know kind of per kilometer solution, which is cheaper um, for the government. Yes. Um, so we're automatically going to do the tagging, which was one of the main chores, um, and then we will automatically choose you know the most advantageous twelve weeks of the year um, on which to make the tax claim. Um, so that's going to be pretty significant. Um, but by using sort of artificial intelligence to do the, uh, the logging of the trips just removes so much of the pain, uh, behind the, behind the logging. Um, and government's still pretty happy with it because the thing they're worried about is not so much someone, you know, picking the best, you know, the best 12 weeks that actually happened. They're just worried about straight, straight out fraud. So if you've got a nicely organized yes. uh, export, you know, like they don't really complain about it. It's it's the truth of the real fraud that they they're trying to clamp down on. Um, that's what we're seeing. Wow, this stuff sounds scary. Uh, hooking it in through the government Are, is is each customer or owner of the device sending it to the government if they choose, or does it automatically go to the government? Um, definitely doesn't automatically go to the government. So what we've done here is we've tried to be very driver centric um, and it's a Bluetooth device. So the data goes to your phone first and then really it's up to the driver if they want to keep it on their phone um, or if they want to then sort of share it and choose how they want to share it. Um, okay, if you, that makes if sense. you have a sort of a traditional sleep telematics device, um, they'll typically have a 3G um, SIM card in there. Um, and the data can go, you know, it goes straight to the cloud and it'll usually be going sort of straight to your company or sort of fleet manager. We don't do that um, because we think you know, the driver should have more control over their privacy. So the data basically goes to the driver first. The driver then chooses you know, what they want to do with it. Um, and then you know, what we're normally seeing is people will export that to their accountant um, and, um, but they're definitely not sending it straight to the government. I see. You guys are collecting a lot of data. Where do you see all this data going, you know, the next generation or the next yeah. rollout? Or where, where are you going with this? Um, yeah, it's pretty simple, really. I mean, uh, the, the overall kind of proposition is you know, it's personal assistance to your car. Um, and if you can think of a problem with owning a car, then we would like to progressively start solving more and more of those problems. And that might be, yeah, there's some obvious opportunities um, around servicing, um, around insurance. Um, 
So we're developing a product with um, the number one insurance company over here. Uh, and we know after about three months, you know, what your driving's like. Um, and we will then just give you the option if you're in the, you know, the top 75% of drivers out there. Um, we'll just give you a, a quote. Um, and we'll be able to protect your privacy. So our insurance company, um, we will provide them with anonymous data that will say, this is how this car has actually been driven. Not specific car, but just the model. Um, and we won't name the driver or identify the driver. But they will give us a price, a quote, um, uh, for that driver at that stand, yeah, for that car model and that standard of driving. And it's going to be a pretty good price um, because you know, we know that your driving is above average. Um, and if you if you want to take up that price, you know, then you just need to kind of go through and sort of click yes. I'll yeah, I want to insure my car. Um, but we know that you're a yeah. We know that you're a good driver, and there's there's nothing that you actually need to do. You don't need to fill in any forms. You don't need to, um, you know, complete a lengthy, you know, a lengthy process. Um, uh, and yeah, it's take. You know, if you're a good driver, one of the main issues here is that particularly good drivers subsidise bad drivers, um, and we're we're solving that problem sort of favourably for the good drivers. Um, we're not forcing anyone to drive how you know, differently. Drive how you want to drive, but if you are a good driver, we'll be able to surface that for you. You should get a discount for it in your insurance, and we'll be able to deliver that. We've seen with servicing, same thing. You know, we will automatically um, put a quote um, in front of someone when it's the right time for their servicing, because we know what the car maker model is, we know what the odometer is. Um, that's enough mo- enough information for us to get a quote for you without you having to do anything. Um, and um, we've seen that, you know, someone's in a newer car, they've probably got warranty servicing. Um, but for most other people, especially if the cars that are getting a little bit older, yeah, sort of four years, five years old, um, they find this very, very convenient. And especially we've hooked up here in Australia with uh, with a local mobile servicing outfit. So, you see the the offer in your in your app. Um, it's mobile, so it comes to you. The price is pretty good. It's all very transparent. All you really have to decide is you know, if you want it, and if so, you know, when do you want it? And so we see very high conversion on that. But it's really about using the data to make things useful for the driver and solve problems for them. Okay, yeah, I'm starting. I get what you're talking about, Ian. It's funny because right now I'm going through a, a study with my insurance company, and I have a small device that's plugged into the o, the uh, onboard diagnostic uh, yeah. the port, yeah. uh, like your device does, and it's it's keeping track of all my mileage and whatnot, and and my driving habits. So it's doing exactly what you were just describing. So I participated on my own, and they gave me a device, but your device does that and so much more. Well, the Ian, thing you that, mentioned. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I beg your pardon. Well, Go ahead. Go right ahead. Yeah. So the the thing that we found with insurance companies is when they're providing the the OBD device, um, they it's difficult for them because you know from your perspective it's it's kind of a spyware device. You don't really know what they're seeing and what they're not seeing, and they basically they pay for the device because sure. you won't pay for it. Um, 
they then have to pay for a discount because you you want a discount for that uh, giving up all that privacy um actually it's quite difficult for them to make a profit after they've done all that because you know, motor insurance is pretty competitive um and our model is different because drivers are actually choosing to put gofar and paying to put gofar in their car um so yeah we're able to um protect the you know, we're able to deliver a discount to the driver um in the same way but we're actually also able to help the insurance company as well because we're creating a driver first device that drivers are actually choosing you know paying to put to put in their own car because it solves problems for them it's not just about the insurance it's about a whole range right. of different benefits ian uh you mentioned um a little while ago about uh, pretty good price, and I thought I would ask, and it's a, probably a good place to close. Uh, how do people find the product, and, and uh, what does it cost? And so just take us through some of the nuts and bolts of, of the product, and and uh, that'll be a good place to, to wrap up uh, for today. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, sure. Well, the product is available, if you're in the U.S., um, probably the best place to buy it is on, is on Amazon at the moment, um, so you get pretty quick um, uh, delivery. Um, and it's selling for $99 um, at the moment. That's a, that's a one-off cost, um, so there's no ongoing subscription. Um, and, um, yeah, buy it from Amazon. You can get it in, I guess you get it pretty quick on Prime. Uh, and if you want to find out more information, uh, go to gofar.co. Um, we're live in 53 countries, Um some of the, the downstream deals, like we don't have an insurance partner yet in the U.S., um, but we'll, we'll be adding those um, yeah, in, the, uh, in the coming months. Um, yeah, you should. And, yeah, and I think we're pretty close now to getting to about 100 million kilometers in, uh, in driving tracks. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's fan- doing well. That's fantastic. Well, thank you for uh, – um, I'm not sure quite what time it is in Australia, but uh, – Thanks for taking, I, I would assume that it's early in the morning or late at night, or it's something <laughs> different than California. I'm not quite sure, but... Um, six but six we wanna, a.m., we, bright and breezy. Six a.m., thank, thank you. Thank you for that, Ian. We want to thank um, Eve, Ian Davidson uh, from GoFar, the co-founder, and it sounds like a fantastic product. So thank you again for being our guest on the Weekly Driver Podcast. And um, I guess as you guys would say, cheers, mate. <laughs> Thanks very much, Fair Dinkum. Uh, Thanks, right, James. Thanks, Bruce. Right. Catch you later. Cheers. The Weekly Driver Podcast gets support from AmericanMuscle.com, your late model Mustang and F-150 authority, bringing you the hottest products and top-notch customer service for over a decade. No one makes it easier to modify your ride. Visit AmericanMuscle.com today. Being the holiday season, we have uh, Jason Hargraves, uh, from a managing editor for insurancequotes.com. And we, I got a press release a while back um, with some holiday statistics about driving. So welcome to our program, um, Jason. And could you tell us a little bit about what you have going on um, at insurancequotes.com? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Sure. Yeah, we basically do a, a survey every year around the holidays, and we cover different topics that people may not be aware of holiday hazards regarding things from people stealing uh, packages off your front porch to, you know, fires that could be in your house, you know, driving tips and this sort of thing. So we try to, during the holiday season, we try to cover all aspects of of, of, of dangers you may come across in the holidays when your mind is definitely on other things other than, than staying safe. 
So this is our holiday doom and gloom report. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, we try to put a good spin on it. We try to cut Mary mishaps. You know, we, yes. we try to put a little bit of spin on it, but it really is a matter of, and some of this stuff is kind of interesting and, um, and, and, and somewhat entertaining, but we also try to be serious too. It's, it's, we kind of walk the fine line this time of year of wanting to, you know, keep the holiday cheer up, but try to keep as many people safe as possible. Yeah. Good, good idea. I know I've had packages stolen off the front porch, so I'm, I'm aware of that one, but so how, how about, how about in the, in the car world at the holidays? Um, some of the things are common sense, but it's okay if you could take us through some of those. What are the some of the tips that people are out uh, shopping? Uh, obviously, don't leave the packages in in plain sight. What are some of the other areas that you guys have noticed in you in your surveys? I think I read you had about a thousand uh, a section cross section of about a thousand respondents to the survey in this this area. So, how about some tips in that area? Yeah, right. You know, I think the first the first uh, tip we have, especially for shoppers and items in your car that people may not realize, and it's something we we drive home a lot, pardon the pun, is the fact that um, if if something is stolen from your car during the holiday season, whether it's Christmas packages or anything you may have, if something is stolen in your car, that doesn't you're 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 covered by insurance. However, you're only covered if you have homeowners or renters insurance. So if especially if you're a renter in an apartment and let's say you're thinking, ah, I don't need renter's insurance. Um, but that renter's insurance is what's going to cover any thefts from your car. So a lot of people, if something happens and their Christmas presents are stolen from their car, they're going to call their auto insurer and they're going to be like, that's, that's not what we do. The items in your car are not covered under your policy. So then you have to go file under your homeowner's policy, which is great if you own a home and have homeowners. That's fantastic. So many people these days we've discovered living in apartments, especially if you're young, you're thinking, hey, I don't have a lot of stuff. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to bother getting renter's insurance. I'm going to wait till I buy a home or something like that. But what you're, what you're not realizing is you're not having any coverage for anything from computers to gifts that you bought or were given while they're in your car. So it's always a good idea to understand the items in your car and how they are covered to make sure you have the right uh, insurance. And I keep telling people renter's insurance is one of the cheapest things you can have that will also extend, obviously, to help you for things in your car. And, you know, $20, $30 a year sometimes, it can be really inexpensive. So it's always something I like to tell people that they may not realize that, that their things in their car being stolen is not covered by their car insurance. So that's always the first thing we like to say, and so many people don't know that. And we do the survey year after year. That's one of the great insurance myths that keeps coming back. Uh, auto driving that and the idea if you have a red car um you're more likely to uh, uh get pulled over so there's a little myths we do but at the holiday time that's the number one thing to know what insurance you have and what it actually covers and that's a little tricky for your your auto insurance and you know especially when you're you know you're transporting lots of presents some people are going cross country you're on the road a lot you can you know definitely want to keep your packages covered up and, and all of that but you know at the same time the people in crooks are going to look out they're knowing what people are traveling they're knowing you're going to a mall or they're knowing you're going to grandma's house and there's a good chance the the car could be loaded with packages so make sure that's all covered uh, in addition to your regular auto insurance that's a golden nugget i did not know that yeah, most people don't. So that's the first thing I like to always start out with. Um, it's a big surprise. And we even talk to auto insurers who are like, you'd be amazed this time of year. You know, we get the call like this and we feel bad. We want to help them. And hopefully what – but the good news is a lot of the insurers we talk to on this are saying, you know, it's, it's a surprise to many of our clients. But the good news is thanks to bundling and other things, we do have homeowners insurance with them. So we're like, hey, your auto insurance is going to help you, but don't worry about it. We've we're also your uh, uh, 
agent for your homeowners. So we got this covered. We just have to go to a different policy. That's good to know. In another area, I'm not sure this applies to you, but maybe it does. How about personal safety? You know, at the holidays, the parking lots, uh, shopping malls are jammed and, uh, you know, people's tempers are short and, and there's some bad people that, you know, take advantage of that. So does your area cover that in terms of, I want to call it personal it- safety? It really does, and it does come down to common sense in many of these issues, but the thing we like to really point out is some of the common sense ideas, you know, park in a well-lit area, um, you know, don't park uh, park where there's other vehicles around, not off by yourself. These are things that we often know about, and if you ask someone, they'd be like, oh, yes, I know that, but this, again, is the holidays, and your mind is very preoccupied by other things. You know, your hands are probably full with stuff. Your mind's full of other ideas and gift lists and stuff like this. So it's just a matter of taking that extra step and say, think about it and, and ways to do it. And so one thing is, you know, there always is the, you know, if, you, if you're going to ship your packages or with Amazon or other mail orders, you can always send your packages that way. So you're not having to transport them in your car. So, you know, as far as safety of, of that, it's really about you keeping a vigil and knowing what's going on around you and not be distracted. And one of the big distractions can be fumbling with packages, keys, stuff like that. So if you can keep um, the presence about you and not be cumbered with lots of bags and lots of packages that make you a little bit more vulnerable, the better off you can be. That could mean have somebody else with you to help carry some of the bags, maybe make a couple trips if you need to, or you know, come back and pick it up at a later date, or even better, maybe have it shipped to where you need to go. Because you just don't want to be unable to react to a situation because your hands are completely full. So people, you know, they get in the holiday spirit and they forget a little bit about that. So that's something to uh, definitely keep in mind. So that's one of the things we talk about. And then also with the winter season between, you know, just the road weather to be informed of whether it's ice on the roads or having your car winterized. Now, it doesn't affect some people. We're based in Austin, Texas, so it's, it's not much of a big deal for us down here. But in other parts of the country, it's a very big deal to keep your car in, in, in tip-top shape for the winter for those trips you're having to make long distance and be prepared for that with an emergency kit. You know, some supplies, some water, some blankets, things like that in case you do get caught in the weather. And again, these are things many people know, but it's things many people forget. And you'd be surprised how many people say to make room for packages in the back of your car or, or stuff they're going to travel or bring to their family's house. They may say, oh, I don't need the flares and this and that. So they're, they're, your mind is on other things than safety, unfortunately, when it comes to auto travel, and you forget some of the, some of the, of, of the, of the things you really need to pay attention to. Um, and then you have to also remember there's a lot of people on the road who have been to parties. You have to be careful of that. So the, it's a lot of the general safety tips as far as that goes that people just tend to forget because of the holidays. Are there certain type of accidents that are more prevalent during the holidays? You know, it really does It depend mainly what happens around the holiday time. It does go up just because of the travel incident, and it, a lot of it just depends on the weather. So if you get a really bad winter season and the country has snowstorm or ice storm, um, those are the accidents. It's mainly involved winter weather than anything else. And what also gets a lot of people, and this is actually from the news last week, we had a, a snow and ice storm that was kind of in a different part of the country. Um, having lived on the East Coast, we were used to getting snow and ice, but it always was, you know, the northern side. But this time, the lower part around North Carolina, they got hit really hard. And you have these areas that people don't necessarily have to deal with ice and deal with snow. So when it comes to travel over the holiday seasons, you always get an uptick in accidents because there are, are more people on the road. But you combine that with a bad winter storm or a winter storm in an area that normally doesn't have that, and you have people traveling in different parts of the country they've never been before, it really becomes very dangerous. And you have to kind of really keep aware of what's going on around you, the weather around you, and where you're going, and to, you, to, 
extra put those extra safety tips in mind and to remember not to be so focused on the holiday that you forget that you're still driving your car. You need to keep yourself and your passengers safe. Yes, I see that uh, that that weather thing you mentioned all the time here in Northern California when they drive up to uh, from the valley up to uh, Lake Tahoe area, <laughs> it, six thousand plus feet, and people are just totally ill prepared. No chains, no no warm sweater to wear, anything. Yeah, and a lot of times what can happen too, you can get to where you're going just fine, and then you end up like you say, there could be a storm coming. You don't have yep. the chains or you don't have the equipment to get back down. And people don't want to admit that. They're like, oh, I'll be fine. So without planning ahead, you may get there okay, and, and you're not worried about coming home until a week later, and then all of a sudden now you're in a situation where you can't. So plenty of planning, knowing where you're going, and, and, and know the limits of your car and know the limits of your driving ability. And by that, I mean in, in unfamiliar situations. You know, if you live in a flat area, you're not that – you don't know that much about mountain driving and, you know – versus, you know, if you're going to rural areas with small roads versus interstates. So be aware of what your comfort zone is as far as being behind the wheel. A lot of people don't like to drive at night. Um, they, they have vision problems. Stuff like this that you know about yourself that you might tend to push the envelope because it is the holidays. You know, you're still human and you need to really know what your limits are and not just throw those to the side because you're focused on having the best Christmas you've ever had. So that we want to keep people really focused on having a good time but also keep their eye on safety too jason uh have you done this survey have you been part of it for a few years or more and if you have has there anything that's been uh, surprising to you uh, as you use the word uptick uh, i will use the word increased yeah. or anything that's surprising this year as opposed to previous years yeah we've been doing this um uh, this is our third or fourth study um and what i find interesting as far as whether it's package thefts or even home fires or even uh, um, accidents, is there's always, it, the numbers slightly have always gone up. They've never gone down. So, and that could attest to you're having more packages delivered or you're having more people on the road or a lot of it has to do with air travel and if it's too expensive that year. But we've always seen it go up. And that's been very interesting. But the number one thing that does stick out, especially with the, in the auto arena, is we do this study every year, and the number – And so I feel bad about myself. I'm out there trying to tell people about uh, homeowners what covers your packages being sold in your car, but every year that number of people that don't know that seems to get higher and higher. So maybe I'm not doing my job good enough, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep preaching, and one day the numbers will go down. So that's the one thing I'm always amazed. It seems that the numbers, they're not dramatically higher, but each year they always creep up and they get a little worse and a little worse. So one day I'd like to see the numbers drop a little bit. That'd be fantastic. But that's the one thing that sticks out is it's always an incremental increase and then also always going back to exactly what policy covers what when it comes to your car. Jason, that's a great place to, to wrap it up. We, you fountain of knowledge. You have a lot of stuff going on there. We want to thank our guest, uh, Jason, from insurancequotes.com. Visit the website. I'm sure that there's a lot of practical advice and and all different kinds of stories available uh, if you're interested in to, to brush up on your holiday driving and the do's and the don'ts. So thank you very much uh, again for, for being our guest. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Okay. Enjoy the day. Cheers now. Thank you, Jason. The Weekly Driver Podcast receives support from americantrucks.com, your late model Silverado, Sierra, Ram, and F-150 online aftermarket retailer bringing you all of the hottest parts from accessories to lift kits, from wheels to tires and winches. AmericanTrucks.com has the knowledge and know-how to make your wildest dreams come to reality. 